Live from Perth, Australia, and broadcasting around the world, you're listening to The O Show with your host, Oren McCory. The O Show is a no-nonsense podcast bringing you the best advice on training, mindset, and nutrition to supercharge your efforts in the gym, the kitchen, and most importantly, in your head. Don't forget to share this episode on your social media. Now, let's get to it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, guys, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to today's episode of The O Show with your host, Oren McCurry. And today I am very, very privileged to have on a close friend, a mentor of mine who I've seen develop not only his own business over the years, but actually other people's business to astronomic levels. We have my good friend from Belfast, Phil Graham. Oren, how are you, my man? Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to share some insights today and I give your audience what they need. Yeah, man, it's going to be massive because especially with the year that we've had in the fitness industry, you know, a lot of people had to move online. Lockdown 2.0 in the UK, America. I think the only countries that maybe aren't in lockdown are Australia and Dubai from what I'm seeing on Instagram. But uh, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's been a hell of a year. Yeah, it's been crazy. I mean, when have the fitness industry uh, ever been told to shut their gyms? You can't train you know, stay healthy, but stay indoors. Don't talk to people. Don't go to the gym. And, you know, it's crazy. And I think, you know, we're coming into the end of the year, quarter four, uh, people are winding down for Christmas. People are in holiday mode, but at the same time too, there's an awful lot of uncertainty, especially over here in the UK and Ireland in terms of how Christmas is actually going to unfold. Uh, so you've got this real mixed bag of people wanting to relax and switch off because they're conditioned to do that over the years with Christmas parties and stuff like that at this time of year, but also the fact that will we have to socially isolate over Christmas dinner? Uh, what's 2021 going to look like? Are we going to be locked down in January? So there really is a lot of frustration out there at the moment in conjunction with uncertainty as well. And, you know, it's a really, really interesting time. Um, albeit, I think this time of the year, especially in and around the UK, Ireland and Europe and parts of America is one of the toughest times to run a fitness business. Like I said, clients are sort of switching off, wanting to chill out. And uh, we've also got this, this pandemic on as well. So it's a really interesting time after an eventful year, to say the least. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Now, before we get into all this about COVID and the mistakes PTs commonly makes, let's give the audience, if they don't know who Phil Graham is, let's give them a bit of a background. Because I was thinking about this earlier, and I remember the first time I heard about you, I was sitting in a cafe, I just signed up with a coach, and for some reason, we got on to the pricing, and he was saying about how this guy, Phil Graham in Belfast, charges like £1,200 for 12 weeks, and it's pretty much all done by email, and this was like 2013, and I was like, who the fuck is this Phil Graham guy, and how can he charge that amount for 12 weeks, and it's not like no PT time. And I was like, fuck, this is like, this guy's ahead of the game. And since then, you've sort of, you've went for multiple ventures. You got the Diabetic Muscle and Fitness book and the members site. And now you're coaching coaches to build the business of their dreams. So how have you transitioned over the years? Like that's, that's a hell of a resume. Yeah, my career has been very exciting. Uh, an awful lot has happened in a very short space of time. And I think it all boils back to being diagnosed with, 
diabetes when I was 16 years of age. Uh, I wasn't in any way, shape or form athletic. I wasn't into sports or anything like that. But long story short, I was told that uh, nutrition, exercise, personal development, uh, medication, uh, lifestyle were all going to be essential factors in allowing me to control my health and really just maintain my health throughout the course of my life. So when I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at 16, I automatically uh, delved into all the resources and materials on nutrition and training uh, in order to just protect myself. And with that, I found the gym, fell in love with the gym, um, had a very successful junior bodybuilding career, and then morphed that into a personal training business. I was uh, brought up in a household where I was told I was going to be a lawyer. I was going to be a doctor. That's what mommy and daddy wanted. Uh, yeah. But the reality is I found the gym and uh, I built a personal training career. And I remember uh, selling diet plans, training programs, um, coaching sessions, and that just grew and grew and grew and the demand grew. And I had obviously a, a great education at the time. I, I uh, used that interest in he uh, health and fitness to go and study at Queen's University Belfast and really delve into the the academic side of nutrition and bioscience and all these kinds of things. So I was very educated and I also had the results to back it up. And that was one of the first things that actually got me clients. And then over time, I built my business and I was always an entrepreneur. I was always, always, always into having ideas, bringing them to life and then selling them and et cetera, et cetera. So that, that personal training business grew very quickly. And I can remember even from the first year of running that business, um, and at a very young, young age, if you're talking early 20s here, um, I can remember uh, other personal trainers seeing that growth and basically coming and spending time with me. They wanted to pick my brand on nutrition. They wanted to pick my brand on how I coach people. Uh, along with a mix of business stuff. It was primarily just education to start with. I was very much into my education. At that time as well, I was also writing for the fitness industry and that morphed into speaking for the fitness industry at events and all this kind of stuff. And I was able to travel the world and got asked to speak in various different countries and various different topics. And then I had the, the insight about creating Diabetic Muscle and Fitness, the world's first muscle building encyclopedia for people with diabetes created a huge community with that. And that was a side project and that still runs and sells to this day and helps people all around the world. And, uh, you know, over that time period, the need for trainers to be coached and educated and how to grow a business was, was pretty big. And I was one of the first coaches, if not the co first coach with Jimmy Alderton to be, uh, one of the first UK's online, online coaches. And a big area that I specialized in was contest prep. And you're right back then you're talking, you know, a long time ago, I was charging really premium prices for my service. And it was all over email. There was none of this fancy trainerize or uh, true coach or any of that stuff. It was just basically emails, spreadsheets, and uh, trust in your coach. And um, I was able to build that and flesh that out over time. And again, I just attracted more and more and more coaches as clients. So you know, I had the diabetic thing going on. I had my personal training business. I had education. And then I had the mentoring side of things. And I used to mentor a lot of people one-on-one. -on -one. I used to have people coming up to my house and bits and pieces. And long story short, I just decided one day, right, I'm going to basically run a business mastermind. And there are still people to this day that are still with me inside Authority Network that you're, you're in now uh, that are still there. And uh, long story short, within the space of four years, it's grown to the world's 
largest fitness business mastermind. Um, you're inside the network yourself. You see the amount of coaches in there from everywhere. Uh, we work with we work with a couple of different types of coaches. We've got three programs. Uh, we've got Fitness Business Growth Kit, which is for coaches that are aspiring and just starting out. Then we have Authority Network, and then we have Power Room. Uh, we tend to attract coaches that are successful. We tend to attract coaches that have been in the industry for you know over three to five years uh, that have sort of got a grip on the business thing, but really want to take it to the next level. And uh, we coach clients the whole way up from you know five figures, six figures, right up to seven figures. Uh, we've had coaches from all different backgrounds, all different niches, and we help them simply make more money, impact, and freedom. That's what that's what we do. That's what we specialize in. We have a very strong team, and well, you see for yourself uh, yeah. just the level of wealth, the level of impact, and the amount of freedom that our clients get. Um, so the whole business is really just a wealth building program and tops of a personal development program and a business uh, development course as well. So, you know, you're a prime example of somebody who's been in there, uh, seen everything. And, uh, you know, sometimes it can be quite hard to believe what you actually see and what's possible when people yeah. push themselves. Yeah. So, you know, that's been a big, big uh, mission of mine is really helping the fitness industry get off its knees and build people proper businesses and give them financial freedom. I think that's the goal for all of my clients is I want to enable them to achieve financial freedom. I want to give them the tools to be able to have the freedom that they want in their lives and really just take their, their mission and purpose and bring it to the world and you know not be the world's best kept secret because there's a big difference between being a coach and knowing everything versus running a business and trying to scale and grow the both of those. It's a huge personal development challenge. It's a huge business challenge. And, you know, it, it definitely is a, a, something that most people don't have a, a clue on what to do. And they end up taking their life's work and they never reach the full potential with it. So, yeah, happy to answer any questions about anything inside that. But it's, yeah, we, we, um, we run a substantial operation and um, yeah, I'm very, 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 very pumped to wake up to that every day. So. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And how long has that been running then from the first moment you said, right, we're going to do this business mastermind to, to now? What, what, what's the timeline on that? The mastermind's been running over four years. Right, okay. Yeah, wow. So um, it's a long time and we still have clients uh, that, are, that are with us yeah. um, that whole duration. Um, so, you know, we, we have clients that come, we have clients that go. Um, but we have people that, you know, want to continue to grow and scale and just love the community and everything that we do, um, yeah. it's just constantly evolving, you know? Um, so we're a massive input in a lot of people's lives and, you know, in 2021, uh, it's going to be a year for high quality decision-making. And in order to have high quality decision-making, you need to have high quality inputs, your food, what you put into your mind, uh, the pressure and challenges that you also aspire to and that you have around you. And I think there's no better place, you know, for a fitness professional right now in terms of a community that's actually growing, you know, you're in the community yourself and it's quite, you know, it's, it's, it's fierce. And, yeah. you know, I always say to people, would you rather be part of a community that's growing or a community that's not growing? And um, yeah, there's a, a lot of people in there that make best friends uh, with each other. We, we have events, uh, throughout the year the events are incredible um yeah they're awesome albeit this year we've had to do them all virtually but yeah. uh yeah i think we're doing okay yeah i mean you're smashing it so and that's one of the things that i'm glad you mentioned that because 
I was kind of, I was with another coach, but what I kind of craved was that community aspect where you've other people on the same thing. Cause having a coach is great and you get that one-on-one time, they can kick you up the arse and do stuff. But what I noticed about your guys, and I think it was after the, the first big event you'd done during COVID, I was like, well, oh, this is a fucking, this is an actual tribe of people who are all fucking winning. And I was like, I kind of just need it because it can be quite lonely when you're in a fitness business. It's literally you as the head of the ship. And yes, you've got your clients beneath you, but while you can get friendly with clients, they're not your friends. They're not going to push you to, to grow the business. And they might be able to drop little nuggets if somebody's good with business. But to be part of a network that is actually living it, they're able to motivate you with their own, you know, their own client numbers, their own income, their own free time, like we said, like that. It's a, it's a, total, it's a total energy and vibe of the group, right? Yeah. And, you know, the reality is, and you're in that and you see that all the time. And it's a constant reminder of you that you could be playing bigger. Yeah. And at the yeah. same time too, you know, you're online uh, and you're on the other side of the world in Australia. A lot of our clients are UK and Ireland. We do have clients everywhere, but the reality is it's an online community and you still feel that presence. Yeah. And, you know, you haven't been to that actual real life event at which, you know, somebody explained it the other day, whenever you finish a live event, it's like, you know, being on drugs, coming off the yeah. end of it. Um, you know, when you're in a room with people that are really ambitious, that want to grow, that want to support you, um, it's very powerful because as an entrepreneur, it's incredibly lonely. You know, yeah. if you're a personal trainer or a coach, you'll probably realize that all the coaches and trainers around you um, sort of secretly possibly want to see you fail, uh, maybe aren't as interested in growing the business as you. And the reality is you've got a few friends dotted over the place, but the reality is they're not there in a collective. And as a result of that, your head can start to spiral when you're on your own. And what makes a really good entrepreneur is being comfortable in their own skin and being able to operate and being able to do things in their own private space. But you need a community to charge you up and give you ideas and give you inspiration. And, you know, like you said, you weren't exposed to that community element. And when you come into that community element, if anything, it's more powerful sometimes in the coaching because it's just that constant current of energy that's just reminding you, hey, you need to be thinking bigger. And it's that that grows you a lot in conjunction, obviously, with the training, the support and everything else that you get. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And I think we've identified that that's one of the the key things, I guess, that PTs lack or mistakes that they make is they don't surround themselves with that energetic community. Now, let's pull the pen and let's see what your opinion is like the three biggest mistakes apart from community and not surrounding yourself with the right people what do you see uh, from people outside of your group who maybe you should they come to you at the start and you do your whole um genius model and you're picking apart their business of what sucks what's good what's what's bad and yeah. like what do you commonly see is the big mistakes that everyone well, makes across the board i classify uh, business challenges into two categories. One, there's identity issues in terms of how somebody sees themselves and how the world sees them, what their perception of that is. And then there's also business tactical or strategic elements as well, such as marketing, sales, et cetera. 99% uh, of the problems exist in the identity element. Um, a lot of coaches, uh, particularly outside of our group, because we specialize in obviously coaching uh, clients, uh, in all these areas is that they struggle with identity. They don't really know who they are. Uh, they don't really know what their purpose is, what their vision is. And as a result of that, they don't have a strong bedrock. They don't have a strong identity. 
and they're very prone to not believing in themselves. They're very prone to shiny objects. They're very prone to distractions and comparing themselves to other coaches. And as a result of that, tail spinning into thinking, I shouldn't be charging that. What are they going to think of me? How am I going to look if I fail? These are all core elements of the disgruntled, disorganized and unsuccessful coach. All right. They compare themselves a lot. They wake up in the morning. They have no routines or no non-negotiables. They're highly scattered. They're in and out of Facebook or in and out of social media day in, day out with actual no purpose. You know, if you're a coach listening to this and you've already been on your phone on and off all day, ask yourself, what has been the outcome of that bar? Just looking at other people and just tapping things and whatever. Uh, the coaches that are successful believe in themselves. They know fine rightly that they're worth every single penny. They aren't afraid to charge it. They aren't afraid to embrace marketing and sales. They implement like crazy. They're not, they're not worrying about perfection and having everything done. You saw the post the other day from Mark Rhodes, who started with me just under 2K a month. and is now doing like 25K a month. Um, and he said, perfection is cardus. And that is so true. The reality is you build your coaching program as you go. It's never going to be perfect from day one. The reality is your client doesn't care about, you know, things like branding. It doesn't care about like what app you use. They care about one thing and one thing only. And that is the result. And as an evolving entrepreneur, you will get smarter, more efficient, more effective with your delivery mechanism over time, right? And you will know where the bottlenecks are. You will know where the challenges are. And it's up to you to smooth that. You've got coaches that, you know, and this is a pattern. The coaches that earn the, the lowest amount of money are focused on, you know, their brand colors, their logo, the highlight that they put around their things so they look no. like a smurf. You know, they're, they're, they're focused on stuff that doesn't actually get clients. What gets clients is your messaging. What gets clients is your results and your ability to sell. Okay, so if you don't have a strong message and you don't know the pain points of your audience and you don't communicate that regularly and you also don't have good results and you don't know how to sell or you don't believe in yourself, these are going to be the main problem with your business. Not looking at the color of your logo or what font that you use or how much graphics you put on your Instagram. This is all like or, or, or disappearing on video or turning yourself blue. <laughs> Like all these magic tricks, like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. They look good. They maybe look good. They maybe capture attention, but really do they get the sale over the line? Anybody that runs a business that knows what they're talking about will 100% be nodding their head right now, right? Branding and stuff is super important, but the reality is more important is who's your niche? What is your messaging? Are you a good coach? Can you get results? Um, can you sell you know, the rest will figure itself out provided that you're, you're hammering the basics, right? And I talk about the four things that people should be focused on. Number one is identity, having something to do every day to build you. Now that's going to be health and fitness related. So you're looking after your engine and then also your identity in terms of how you perceive challenges, how you see the world. And then there's three things business-wise, booking sales calls, doing sales calls and delivering a great service. That's all you need to focus on, Right. And when you can distill your daily efforts and get really clear on what you need to do, and you can focus on those things wholeheartedly, you're going to be successful. And here's the deal. Building a great business, building a six-figure business, a seven-figure business is excruciatingly boring, right? That's why most people don't have it because they don't last long with their vision. They, you know, they get to a target and they hit their money target, and then all of a sudden they're done. Then what you realize is they never grow. 
So what you've got to do is you've got to constantly be raising the ceiling on what is your norm, right? You know, we had a conversation before this, and I think you said you were doing 20K a month. That's your norm. That's 2021 starting point. And the reality is that should make you feel uncomfortable, right? When that makes you feel uncomfortable, it makes you know that, hey, I've got to currently deliver that to get to that number. And that's my starting point. How do I go to, how do I go to 30? How do I go to 40? You know, and the reality is that has to tie in with what you want in life. And then you've also got to put in the right struts. Growing a fitness business, all you're doing is adding clients into uh, your system and you're just giving yourself more work. You're growing your client base and you're growing your numbers, but you're going to certainly tank. And the reality is every fitness professional who doesn't have systems in their business will know this. You cannot grow into pain. So you begin to subconsciously associate bringing on clients with more hassle. That then spills into your marketing. That spills into your sales. And the reality is you, you just grow into pain. You don't have any freedom, right? And I've seen online coaches just as capped for time as well as personal trainers in the gym capped for time, right? So in order to scale, you've got to have the right systems in place and you've got to be able to replace yourself uh, inside the business and to have a degree of automation and systemization that replicates the quality of service and allows the client to achieve the result at scale so that you can rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And of course, you're going to get people going, oh, well, you don't get one-to-one attention. If you associate business growth with one-to-one attention, you clearly do not understand systems and leverage. If you want to impact more people, you have got to build in the right systems and the right infrastructure to, like I said, get a result at scale on a repeatable level. Your client does not give two iotas whether or not they work with you one-to-one or not. They do not care what qualifications you have. They do not care how long you've been in the industry. They care about one thing and one thing only, their own selfish desires, i.e. their result, right? So if you can manufacture a business that is set up with the touch points, the automation, the systemization, the team to allow you to achieve that again and again and again, that is going to build your confidence and allow you to sell it. All right. So that you have to change your mindset around that. If you're going to grow a big, big business, you cannot do everything one-to-one, one-to-one. You're going to drive yourself into the ground. So, you know, you've seen some of the systems we, we, we launched leverage coach earlier on uh, this year, and you're seeing people post in the group going, my clients are winning, more clients are staying, more clients are joining, and I'm hardly ever working. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get to see that firsthand. So, you know, it's about, like I said, getting a result at scale. There's a difference between growing and there's a difference between scaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in terms of, that's a lot in terms of the mindset, but one thing that, and I was listening to your podcast today and you were talking about mission ready um which is coming out soon so obviously productivity is a massive thing and yeah guys if you're on youtube get a get a look at that but big phil's holding up which is basically like a pimped out version of the high performance planner right it's like an upgraded better version of that from what i can see yeah the high performance planner if you didn't even write them yeah so look i mean uh if you know me um on a personal level if you've ever you know I'm a workhorse. I get a lot of stuff done Um, and productivity and efficiency um, and just maximum output are really like really important areas in in, in my business and in my life. I always want to make sure that 
I'm making really good use of my time. Like I'm one of those guys that, you know, gets like super, like, I, you know, I can't sit still in the sense of, I hate the fact to know that I could be using my time wiser. I hate dead time. Yep. So I, for years was journaling, um, <clears throat> was just moleskins and I was yep. just writing the stuff out in these, in these notebooks. And I kept realizing that over the years, I was asking myself the same questions. I was planning the same stuff. And I just wished I had a system to be able to collectively summarize it and to be able to look at it. And one thing that's really, really powerful about journaling is the ability to look back at what you were writing compared to what you're writing now. If anybody ever looks at any of their journals, look at how much growth you've experienced. I believe journaling is very important in terms of just dumping your mind and cleaning it and um, almost using the journal like an external brain. And, you know, inside that brain, you want to be able to have, you know, key things like income projections. You want to be able to have how you're going to focus on your identity, your health, people you want to connect with, people you want to avoid, uh, lessons and learning. And I mean, a great life is built up of looking forward, projection, and looking backwards, reflection. And it's a matter of combining the two in order to move forward and acquire wisdom and meaning in life so that you can move forward. Um, one of the themes for the book is ready for peace, ready for war. Uh, if you are from Northern Ireland, you'll probably think it's a paramilitary uh, slang. <laughs> but the way I sort of made that was, you know, as a business owner, we get presented with chaotic situations out of the blue all the time. Clients want to leave, tax bill, blah, blah, blah. Um, we also get big wins. Clients have big wins. We get new clients. We have a big sales month. And it's the ability to stay balanced and focused and poised throughout that. And that's going to be a result of you asking just really good quality questions. So I was frustrated using these moleskins and I formulated basically what I've been doing for pretty much seven plus years um, into uh, mission ready systems so that you're mission ready for your day, you're ready for your mission, vice versa, and you can just implement it and deploy it every single day because, you know, it's a really harsh reality that sometimes makes people feel uncomfortable. But if you ask yourself right now, are you happy with what you have in your life? And are you happy with what you have in your business? It's either going to be a yes, or it's going to be a no, or it's going to be sort of, I know that I can achieve more. Most people are going to say, sort of, I can achieve more. We all have the same 24 hours in the day. You have the same 24 hours as me. Everybody else listening, this is the same 24 hours as you. And it's about how you use those 24 hours. And that's why I'm saying that vision is so important. It gives you optics to look forward. And if you do not look at that vision on a daily basis, you're going to forget it. You're going to get distracted. And when you get distracted, then you get pulled apart by distractions. So, you know, that is exactly why I designed it, um, is to keep one centered, focused, clear, on objective. And, you know, the reality is, you know, you need to set goals. Like, what do you want to be doing when you're 40 years of age? Do you, like, you know, financial freedom is a big, big goal of all of my clients. Financial freedom, control of time. That is not going to come by browsing on social media all day. That is not going to come by focusing on low priority tasks. That is not going to come by not believing in yourself, right? You know, if you want to be able to, I would say that there's people in our group and you've seen it that, you know, if you look, well, let's just say a UK perspective, even Australian that are in the top, you know, two to 3% of income earners in the country. And you've got people that are going to university for, you know, eight to 10 years coming out loaded with debt that will never even come close to the amount of freedom and money that our guys make. 
Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm looking forward to getting that uh, that journal sent out. So, um, where before, in case I forget at the end, where can people get that from, Phil? Uh, they can get it from phil-graham.com. Just click one of the banners that says Mission Ready or missionreadyjournal.com. It launches on the seventh of December. Yeah, awesome. So just less than a week. So guys, yeah, get on that because that's massive. Like Phil's saying, if you've got these financial goals, you got these life goals in terms of you know, the financial freedom or the time back. For me at the minute, time is massive because one, it's coming into summer. So it means a bit more time in the nice weather. But also with Evie, like I can drop Evie to daycare. I can pick her up from daycare. I can go down and spend some time with her. And that's massive for me. Um, and that's something that I've got back a lot since joining AN. And it's a lot of it's I don't, down to- I don't, I don't even think you work. <laughs> very, very rarely. <laughs> but yeah, yeah just I mean, down to productivity, right? Yeah, you've seen it. I mean, you came to me all, like busy, stressed, like erotic. And, you know, now like, you know, you're sitting there in the tank top. <laughs> Just chill. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you, you've experienced firsthand what, you know, leverage and automation and systems do. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. man. And you're still building it, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. There's a lot going on behind the scenes. And like, to be honest, I can still get my finger out and be a bit more productive, which is why I'm looking forward to getting that book out and having a look to see how yeah. implementing that can help me push to the next level as well. So yeah, looking forward to that. But thing with productivity guys is, you know, that book is awesome. It's got everything that you need, but the most important thing that needs to go into that book is your vision and who you want to become. Right. Um, so you like, what do you want in your life? Why do you want it? And what is the person that you need to become in order to achieve that? What traits do you need to develop? Um, you know, you know, what habits you need to evolve, what standards, what non-negotiables you become what you do on average. And the reality is you've got to address those little averages that you do on a daily basis because they compound uh, into an identity and into a realization. So yeah, you need to get really clear on that, you know, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then in terms of this year, mate, we spoke about how COVID has changed the whole, like when, when have we been told to stay at home and, you know, you can't go out, but do you think it's changed the fitness industry for good? Or do you think there's still more to come as a result of COVID in terms of more of a shift online or less of a shift? Well, here's what's going to happen. Uh, one, there's definitely a greater need for online coaching right now. And the reality is online communities are so much more powerful than real life communities at the moment. And that's just something that you've got to realize. Uh, gyms will always be important, but you've got to realize all these coaches and trainers now setting up online. Um, they've got a greater client base to serve because more people are appreciative of, on of online. But two, there's going to be more competition in the online space. So despite gyms being you know, sort of essential in the, set, in the sense that people love going and meeting up with each other. Um, you are going to see an awful lot more online programs. You're seeing big companies like Peloton and stuff like this. If you look at the shares and you look at the behavior of the company and the retention and all this kind of stuff, um, you know, those are big beasts that are being backed by, you know, venture capitalists and stuff like that, that have got a lot of funding. And, you know, how is a gym down the line, eventually going to compete with the likes of, you know, Peloton, personalized workout metrics, personalized plan, take into account your recovery, you know, they're really going to have to step the game up in terms of service. And the gym community thing is not going to be a selling point anymore. 
because we've already seen, well, you've seen online, you're in Australia, we've got a community here that's online, you're, you're a proof of that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, really dial it in your online component and making it you know, just far more than reps and sets is super important. Um, and also as well, like, you know, expanding that, I, I call it being the Netflix of the fitness industry. So, you know, having more things, bringing guests and making it entertainment, you know, that you have to be looking at going that extra mile if, if people are locked up. I definitely feel that gyms, you know, gyms are always going to be needed, but, you know, just over this transitional period, um, yeah, there's going to be a definitely increased, increased need for online. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. And in terms of like three action steps that we could leave people with for for today, like what do you think would be the most bang for your buck action steps moving forward to benefit anyone, whether they're an in person PT or online, to have more impact, money, and freedom? Um, there's a lot of things, but uh, I'll just <laughs> distill it down into three. One, sell yourself on the reason why your stuff, why your program, why your offer is the best thing out there. You must have deep conviction for what it is that you do. Number two um, would be to surround yourself with a tribe of winners. If you look at the five people that you're surrounding yourself with, go into your WhatsApp, go into your last calls, go into your messenger, and just get a really clear snapshot of those people and ask yourself, are these the kind of people that I want around me? Are these the kind of people that are growing my business or killing my business? Um, And then third is take action despite being ready. Um, perfection is cardis. I really feel that, you know, take action, get the head down, get on with it and build, build your business as you go. Um, you know, like I said, last year was this year's starting point. So, you know, if you can get through a pandemic and, you know, run a, a fitness business and serve and lead your clients, then, you know, you've already got leadership elements inside you. So yeah, th- those would be, uh, three sort of key takeaways hope that was useful yeah 100 percent, man 100 percent. so before we finish just drop your instagram handle the website and that link again for the mission ready book next week yeah you just go to phil-graham.com and on instagram just type in philgram01 and you'll find me perfect mate perfect phil i can't thank you enough for coming on i think there's going to be tons of value in here for people and yeah if everyone just implements even a little bit of this they can go a long way and then they can hit up AN and they can go even further. <laughs> my pleasure. My pleasure. Warren. thank you for taking the time to do this. Cause I know how much podcasts take up time uh, with the editing and stuff. So uh, yeah. Thank you, brother. Thanks mate. I'll speak to you soon inside the group. See you soon. Thanks bud. Thanks for listening to the O show with your host, Oren McCory. If you liked this episode, then please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening and share this on your social media. We'll see you on the next episode for more no-nonsense advice to help you supercharge your efforts in the gym, in the kitchen, and most importantly, in your head. See you then.